You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Money Honey podcast, a bi-weekly conversation where I'll be spilling the tea on entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Khadija Bingham, CEO of Money Honey Financial, and I am here to candidly share my experience as a new entrepreneur. Whether you are currently an entrepreneur, someone who's considering entrepreneurship, or just interested in hearing my journey, I am here to encourage, motivate, and most of all, keep it real with you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I cannot wait for you to listen. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Money, honey. I'm so excited to be here. I know I'm a couple maybe a week or so late dropping this, but y'all know life be life in. And I am promising you that I am doing everything that I can to remain consistent with the podcast, especially during my busy season, which is going great by the way, but let's hop right in. So, you know, every episode we're kicking it off with my sweet moment of entrepreneurship and a sour moment of entrepreneurship, because I got to keep it real with y'all, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sweet, the sour, all of that. Luckily, I am in a place where I always have way more sweet moments that I want to discuss than sour moments. And I am grateful and I am blessed for that. So my first sweet moment that I want to highlight is an email that I just received or not just received that we received last week from a client. Uh, We finished her taxes last year. I mean, not last year, last week. And she booked the consultation to walk through it. And when people book, I'm always nervous, right? Like I think that they're going to be mad at their refund amount and they're going to yell and all of that stuff. But this was not that at all. The call actually was only like three minutes. Um, She had wanted to book some time to let me know that her invoice wasn't in the portal and that she wanted to pay me. So a great call because it's always great when people want to pay you. But then after the call, she sent this email. So I wasn't the one who actually prepared her return. The intern on the team, Yasa, was. So she sent the email to me and she says, Khadija, I just want to take a moment to thank Yasa for doing my taxes. These There are moments I feel ashamed of the fact that I forgot to file my taxes last year and y'all made the process super easy. Thank you for creating an amazing team of Black women to do taxes. Thank you for always being available to answer my questions and know that you are out here inspiring me to be my best financial self. Y'all, this email gave me all of the feels, like all the feels. It made me feel really good and warm inside uh, because while I like to think that we're providing a great client experience, a lot of times you don't know it until someone actually like takes the time to write an email like this. So I was happy. Yasa was happy. Um, I know that it made Yasa feel really good. And all in all, it just really made me feel good, nice and warm and fuzzy inside. So I thought I'd share with you guys because one thing that I'm learning is that in entrepreneurship, you don't get as much feedback as you would or as you do when um, you're in corporate America. I was lucky that during my corporate job, feedback was very important. So I got constructive feedback all the time. As an entrepreneur, I feel like my feedback comes in forms of like angry clients or like really happy clients. And there's really no in between. So when I do get positive feedback and even negative feedback is really important to me. And that made me really, 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 really happy. I'll say another sweet moment for me 
was not a thing that happened, but a realization that I had. So when I first decided that I wanted to be an accountant, some may think that it was for a shallow reason. I'm like, you know what? Like, I just really want to work with cool people and be able to be friends with cool people because I'm working with them. Um, Cause I'm not that cool, but and like, I might not be initially invited to the cool parties, but like, you know, if I have cool clients, I'll be adjacent and that will make me cool. And y'all like, it's really happening. Like my clients are cool as fuck. Like I have a client that just made the Forbes list. Um, 30 under 30, like how cool is that? So you know that when he like gets a private jet one day or a yacht, I I really think I'm gonna be on the list for those parties and like invites for that cool stuff. So I'm doing what, <laughs> what I said I would do and it's really all happening. I have another client that we just signed on. He's really cool in Philadelphia. He's up and coming. Um, People love him. Like people love him and he's doing a lot of cool things and it's been awesome to watch. And like one day I ran into him um, downtown and somebody that I was with was like, oh, shoot, like, you know, him? I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, girl, I know him. Um, so it's like it's really cool. And, and I love this for me. <laughs> I love how this is all working out and that it's like playing out how I thought it would be. So I would say that those are definitely um, my top two moments. Oh, also, we got some new furniture in the office. We uh, now have some really pretty mustard or like what I like to call money, honey, gold seating. So we have um, a love seat and two chairs. Um, so that made me happy because I'm really making the office like homey and a home and a place where people are excited to come. Like my team comes, they don't fight me on coming into the office. Um, even when things are like the challenge or may prevent them from being able to come, they still try their best to make it. So that makes me super excited. Now to the sour. So uh, let me tell y'all, I got someone, a client paid an invoice and the invoice was for like about $4,500. And I'm using a new system. Um, I'm using a new system uh, to process payments because I'm now processing payments through um, the new client portal system that we're using, which I love. And uh, like the first couple payments that are going through for tax season, right? There's a few different ways that people can pay. They can pay using their credit card or they can pay using like a bank account, ACH. And I've noticed that like the first two payments that were done through credit cards, they went through fine. It took a couple of days for them to make it to my bank account, um, but they made it. Then that's all that matters. This $4,600, $4,500 invoice that I was excited to get because when you're an entrepreneur, right? Like money comes in waves. So I had plans for this money uh, and I had been waiting on it. So I'm like being patient. A week goes by. It's still saying pending in the system. 
a couple days go by. So I'm like, hold up. Like, this is not normal. Like, I know that this person has the money in their bank account. They sent me the screenshot saying that, like, it was approved and it went through. Why don't I have the money yet? I got bills to pay. I got staff to pay. Like, where is the money? So uh, I call and they try and brush me off. They're like, oh, like, it usually takes X amount of days. I'm like, okay, well, it's been eight. And they're like, well, how much was it? And I said, like $4,500. And he's like, okay, hold on. So now he starts to take me serious because he realizes I'm not asking him about $300 or $400. Like, this is real money that I need to know where it is. So uh, I get, he gets me on the phone with like, he connects me to somebody else. And long story short, what they needed was for me to verify my bank account. So they needed me to send in a voided check or a letter from the bank, which had um, the business name on it. And that process really upset me because when was anybody going to share with me that they needed this information? Like the other payments went through with no problem. So I didn't even think that my account wasn't verified. Um, So I had to take all of these extra steps to get the money. And I say that that's my sour moment because it was just really a moment of frustration for me. Um, I did great work. My team did great work for a client. We were, the client paid timely. Um, And I still couldn't get the money. I had to jump through all of these hoops to get the money. So while um, there's a lot of sweet things, stuff like that is just frustrating. Like I'm not a big corporation where like not giving me my money doesn't have an impact. Like not giving me my money has an impact. So that was definitely probably my one frustrating moment um, over these last couple of weeks as an entrepreneur. But as I go into this next week of entrepreneurship, guess what, y'all? March 1st will signify or March 1st is the marks one year of full-time entrepreneurship for me. Uh, Yes, I cannot believe it. I am so excited and um. I just want to spend this episode kind of just sharing a few things that are on my heart about the fact that I am officially like an entrepreneur for one full year. It's nuts. (laughs) Y'all is crazy. I do think that there may have been some people that didn't think I'd make it this far, but they don't matter because mama, we made it. Nigga, we made it. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, February 28th of 2022 was my last day at my nine to five. Therefore, March 1st was my first full day as an entrepreneur. And I remember like people asking me like, how's it feel? Well, like my last couple days at my job wasn't exciting for me. Like everybody's like, oh, like I'm so jealous. You're about to be happy. And I'm like, you jealous? Like, don't be jealous. You got a job. Like you got a paycheck coming. And like those days I was like, it was, I was having, I was in all the feels about the fact that like, I didn't really know where my next money was going to come from. Um, and then even like a week or so post me leaving, I didn't even, it didn't even feel like I was working for myself. It just felt like I was taking PTO from my full-time job. Like it hadn't hit me that I no longer worked there. So like, 
that whole transition was crazy and that's probably a whole nother episode but I really just wanted to talk about what's really on my heart about one year of entrepreneurship and there's two things one is really about alignment and feeling like I'm doing exactly what it is that I'm supposed to do and I want to share with y'all a very short story about one of the moments that helped me to understand or like when a light bulb went off about this is what I'm supposed to be doing. The other thing that's on my heart to share is just a huge thank you for all of the people who have been supporting me prior to full-time entrepreneurship, as I jumped into full-time entrepreneurship, all of the people who want to support me, but who think that their pockets can't support me, all of the people who have shared like all the feels right now, y'all, like I am so grateful. So uh, story time. I remember maybe my first year, first year, maybe second year at my full-time job. So when I was at Goldman, I was an analyst at this point. Maybe it was my second year. Um, And I remember our team lead, excuse me. I remember our team lead, we were in a meeting and she had mentioned that while she was on the train commuting into the office, she read up on this new regulation and she was sharing with us all of the details of the new regulation. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this lady is weird. Like, why is she working in like her free time? Like she is strange. And that feeling, like, I just remember feeling that way. And then I made a decision a few years after that to work on money, honey, um, starts to start monetizing money, honey, by doing taxes. And, uh, this whole idea of like S-Corps was popular and I kept hearing about it. And I went on Amazon and found a textbook about S-Corps and I purchased it. And as I was reading through it at home, in my spare time, actually in my bed, I was like, hold up, am I weird? And it really hit me that like, A few years prior, when I thought that my manager was weird for reading a regulation on her train ride, the truth was that she was not weird. It was that she was interested in being great at her job. And when you're interested at being good at something or not even good, when you want to be great at something, you... uh, it, It becomes a part of you, right? Like, it's not just something you do while you're in an office. It's not just something you do from a set hours during a day. You do what you can to like you, 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 you do extra, you go the extra mile to make sure that you are great at what it is that you were doing. And by me buying that textbook, by me being up at night, reading a textbook on S corps, that's when I knew that this is what it is that I wanted to be great at. At my nine to five, I I hated when they made it us go through trainings. I hated audit academy every year. I hated when I was asked to read extra work or do things that would have literally made me better at my job. I just didn't care to be great at my job. And it is when I started 
searching for trainings or I took time off for my nine to five to do a training on like how to run payroll. That's when I knew that like, oh shoot, like this is not just something I want to be good at. This is something that I want to be great at. So if you are toying between what it is that like you're interested in, what it is that you are like passionate about, for me, one indicator to know that like, oh shit, like this is what I want to be great at. This is where I want to spend majority of my time. And this is where I should be spending more efforts of my time because this is what I, I am interested in being great at. It was that light bulb moment for me. And for you, I want you to think about what is it that you're doing in your spare time? Like, what is it that you're spending time reading articles on or buying books on or signing up for trainings on or scrolling on people's Instagram pages who are talking about these topics? What is it that you are focused on pouring more information into yourself so that you can be great at? And if you have a business idea, and if you're trying to start a business or trying to be an expert at something and you're not doing any of those things, then you need to reevaluate if it's something that you're really interested in. Because when you're interested in something, you you go the extra mile. Like people used to ask me like, yo, like how did you work in nine to five and like study for the CPA and um, like run money, honey, right? Like I was interested. I was passionate. I found the time. I made the time. I said no to stuff. Like I didn't go out. My social life was not as great as some of my friends was. Um, Some of my friends were. I spent my Saturday mornings studying or I spent my Saturday mornings working or reading or doing tax returns, reaching out to clients. I would, I would host consultations at Goldman once my workday ended like say my workday usually ended at six. I had a calendar open from six to eight. I would stay there, do the consultations and then get back to my Goldman work at eight o'clock. You find a time for what's important to you, especially when it's something that you want to be great at. And for me, it was unfortunate that like what I was doing at my nine to five and what I was being paid really well to do wasn't what I was interested in being great at. But I am happy that I found that thing that I want to be the best at like I want to be like the Beyonce of the fucking tax world I didn't want to be the Beyonce of internal audit even when I switched jobs from internal audit to well it's still with inter- in internal audit but I was coaching people on how to use agile I didn't want to be the Beyonce of that shit either but I want my firm I want money honey financial to be the Beyonce of uh, taxes of money, like all things money. And I am sure of that because of some of those small steps that I was taking even before this became my full-time thing. So I know that was a long-winded way to say, but to say like, I guess that, but I just really wanted to share with you all like that light bulb moment of how I knew that this was something that I was interested in being great at. So I hope that like you find that light bulb moment for you, especially if you're like still trying to toy around, like what is it that you want to do full time? And to be honest, like I, I'm still trying to figure out in what capacity money, honey is for me. Like there's some parts of money, honey, I don't want to do for the rest of my life. There's some parts of money, honey, I am not excited about. I'm still on a journey of trying to figure out like where it is that I exactly want to take it. But 
I do know that running this business for me right now is what I am absolutely passionate about. And it is what I care to be great at. The other thing that I want to talk about as I think about my one year of entrepreneurship is um, support. I think that as business owners or as when we start side hustling and we uh, try something new, sometimes people feel entitled to get support from their family and friends and the people closest to them. And I think that I want to challenge you to step away from that feeling of entitlement because nobody is entitled to support you. The amount of support that I am getting now as one full year uh, as an entrepreneur looks so much different than the amount of support that I was getting three years ago, four years ago when this was just a side hustle for me. And I can't even be mad at people because the reality is, is that by me doing this job full time, I am able to show up for the business in a way that I couldn't show up for it four years ago. And People now, because I am showing up consistently, I am promoting my business consistently. I am talking about how great it is. I am talking about how good my team is all the time. People are more inclined to support me. People have bought in. You don't have, people don't have to buy into you when you first start something, because to be honest, you might not even be bought into yourself, right? Like I'm like, Hey y'all, my name Khadija. I'm doing taxes. That don't mean everybody need to get sign up with me to do their taxes. That is not what that means at all. People have like relationships with accountants that they've already been working with. Some people know that their situation is simple and they just want to continue to use TurboTax. That's totally fine. And I think that like there's always this conversation amongst entrepreneurs, like strangers just want to support you more than your family and friends do. Like, come on. It's more strangers in this world than we have family and friends. So it's always going to be more strangers supporting you than the people that you actually know. And the people that they, that you actually know, you got to think about like what support looks like. Support does not always look like people spending money with you. Support does not always look like people, yeah, people buying your stuff. Cause in the beginning, your stuff might be trash. The, the level of service that I was able to, prov- that I provided four years ago, three years ago is much different than the level of service that I'm providing now. So I'm not even mad at people if they didn't want to hop on a bandwagon before, because I wasn't even fully, I wasn't even fully bought in back then, but I'm fully bought in now. And by me making the, the choice to do this full time, that shows people that I'm dedicated, that that entices people to want to work with me. There are people who I have known for years who have asked me to support their business, who has never signed up to work with Money Honey, but they signed up this year. And there are people now that I know that still have not signed up, but I am confident that as the years go on, this brand is going to be so big and so great that they're not going to have a choice but to work with me or want to work with me. It is going to exude so much excellence that people won't even have a choice but to want to work with me because by not working with me would mean that they are working with something that is lesser than. So it is my job to continue to show up for the brand, to build the brand, to be excellent in everything that we're doing because 
And because of that, I know that I am going to continue to get more and more and more support. Listen, I have been so blessed in the fact that like I've never had to question um, people's motives when working with me, people's intentions. People have genuinely wanted to work with me. Uh, there's people who have been here from the beginning when like shit wasn't that good. I'm like, damn, like y'all standards was low because now they different. Like working with me now is much different than it was working with me <laughs> a couple years ago. And I appreciate those people. Like I was thinking like there's one friend like Howard. Hey, Howard, if you're listening to this, to listening to this, hey, I did Howard's tax return. The first year I did his return, I charged him $60. Like, $60, y'all. Like, I I don't do anything for $60 right now. Like, there is nothing that you can do that I can do for you for $60 right now. And over the years, the price has increased. And sometimes I think like, damn, like, is Howard going to want to pay this $200? Um, Because like, he really signed up with me when it was $60. And and granted, like I give discounts to people who have been with me from um, the beginning because I appreciate them so much and I appreciate the support so much. But while my price has increased over the years, I do recognize that so has my level of service. So has the 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 portals that people use to upload their documents and the turnaround time. And the amount of communication I'm able to to have with people, right? Like before when it was just me, I couldn't, I struggled with like letting people know, okay, I have everything I need. Here are the follow-ups, remembrance of follow-up with the follow-ups. But now that there's a team of us working, those things come easier. And while there's a lot of things we can do better, because it's my first year managing a team, right? Next year, I know it's going to be even better. The year after that, even better. Like we're going to continuously get better, but I know that like the $60 return experience is much different than the $200 return experience. And um, people who've been rocking with me since those $60 days, those early $100 days, I am grateful to y'all. I Y'all give me all the feels. Like y'all make me feel so warm and bubbly inside. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So I say that to say, because we're coming up on our 30 minute mark and y'all know that I do not like to go past 30 minutes with these episodes that as I can finally say that I've been an entrepreneur for the full year, what has has been on my heart lately is how grateful I am for the fact, for the ability or the opportunity to have found something that I want to be great at. Um, and that I work very hard to be great at. And I know we have far to go, but I am up for the challenge. And I also am just grateful for the support I have received this year. I have seen so much support, so much more support from my family and my friends than I have received in any previous year. And I am so grateful for that. And I know that that is because I am showing up differently and I am showing up in a way that makes y'all want to support me undoubtedly. Um, so thank you. This year, this first year has been a time. It has been a ride. I am, I have never had a moment where I have genuinely considered going back to a nine to five. Um, I've joked about it, especially that time when I walked into my new office and all of my furniture was missing. Um, but 
I have been, I'm so grateful. This has been like an incredible journey. So thank you all um, who have been on it with me, who have supported my business, who have shared, who have asked for business. I have friends that keep my business cards in their wallet. Like that's the type of support that I appreciate the most. Um, So thank you. As I wrap up this episode, there are a few things that I do want to remind folk. Uh, it is tax season and it will be remiss of me to not remind you guys of the upcoming tax deadlines. If you are a partnership, um, an S corp or a multi-member LLC, your tax return is due March 15th. If you are a corporation, um, single member LLC all individual returns, they are due April 18th. If you would like to work with my firm, we are still accepting, uh, clients. So you can go to our website, moneyhoneyfinancial.com. As soon as you get there, uh, there will be something for you to click that says like, let's get started with the honey team and you can get started with us for tax prep. Please share this episode, um, share the podcast with your friends and family and whoever you think may benefit from hearing my side of the story as it relates to entrepreneurship. and. Oh, if you have not signed up, um, I am hosting a 52 week money challenge uh, where I am sending out an email every Friday to people who have signed up just to remind you to make a money move. So move that money to a savings account, put it on some debt, move it to the markets, invest it, do something. But all year this year, I am holding you accountable to reach your money goals. Um, I am encouraging you to start, even if it means starting small just start. We have a lot of great things happening this year. I'm so excited. Thank you all for being on the journey and I'll see y'all in the next episode of the Let's Talk Money Honey podcast. Peace.